Peter Wig review. Um, today I've been under the weather, as they say. Um, yesterday I was in bed for the entire day, and um, so I anticipate my thoughts. Moving um, differently. I'm thinking back to last week, and I know that I uh, was on very little sleep. So um, that's what's going on, but it'll be okay. One thing that I think for most of the week I was um, felt very much like I was on fire um, and I th thought it was mostly stress anxiety type stuff but then when I got when I woke up and I had like cold symptoms I was like was that a um, all of the anxiety type stuff. Was that just my body getting ready for the sickness or something? Or was I too so stressed out that my body was basically like, hey, um, we're going to, you know, shut you down for a day because um, you need to relax. Um, I think the, the second option is less likely, um, but never really know. So as we record today, I suppose I hope, um, to kind of use this, the sick energy to stay calm and uh, focused because I'm not always calm or focused. Um, last week on the show, I remember talking about, um, I remember the, the one thing that stood out to me a lot was that I said, Okay, I have the whole week um, to work on the idiot tree, the cartoon. And I was excited to see where I would end up in a week. Now it's been a week and here we are. Where have I ended up? Well, um, <laughs> it, um, I won't, I'm not going to say it didn't go well, but I'm going to say that it didn't go as planned and that's great, but it, when I, when I'm always making plans and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I want to do the project this way. And I, and I tell everyone that on my podcast, etc. And then I go and I try out a few directions. Okay, this, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And then I completely change my mind. I try it and I'm like, no, try something else. No, try something else. No. And you end up looking kind of insane that you're like doing completely different things than, than you said you would be. But that's really, um, it's a really big part of the process. So I guess I, I got to like really, um, not worry about l letting yourself follow the your intuition as you make these kind of projects and letting go of whatever expectation you had of yourself um, in the beginning. Um, I no longer even think I'm going to do the cartoon version of this story. I spent a couple days trying to figure it out. 
and it just like the heart of it it just wasn't happening i just knew it wasn't there and i was forcing it and it just it didn't it just wasn't it as much as i could envision what i thought that it should be it just wasn't it wasn't correct so i went i tried i tried to be like okay done i don't even forget this story fuck it all it's, i don't even need it i'm gonna move on to something else but that didn't work i just kept hanging on to it and i basically started writing it out as a post um in that same kind of like same kind of from the same kind of voice and then i kind of wrote everything out of like okay here are all the things i want this to be about um and then i wasn't and then i was trying to make like a perfect post and uh and that didn't go well because when i try to do a perfect anything i just go back into old habits and get really frustrated and um and i hate it i don't i'm like it's not what i want to do well i'm really enjoying doing things as qu quickly as not as possible but doing things if it's done then it's done and you know when it happens and you, you sometimes with an idea you want to keep refining it and crafting it farther and farther but the truth is it already it's already out so you didn't need to do anything more some ideas you just can't stop adding to and they never really and they it takes longer to finish but to force them to be longer to force a sh something that could be one page into a hundred pages so that it can be a feature film that's the the part of you that is um it's your logic and your ego and the and that's not what this is about what this is about and when i say this i mean making art from my point of view writing from my point of view creativity from my point of view it's about figuring out things that are um that you can't explain that are beyond the limits of what we can explain with the ordinary um uh, syntax and in our syntax in our language the ordinary things that we say it can't be explained in words or um, or anything that isn't the thing that you're doing. And so if you can be like, if you can logically explain it, and if you can logically um, write it down, then it's then that's all there there needs to be. There has to be this this exploration and capturing the exploration of the idea that makes it worth the while. So, just, so you got to stay in that zone. So when I, so last week when I'm like, okay, I'm going to make a cartoon. It's about this, this, and this. And I made all these outlines. It's like, okay, why would you, if, if that was, if I was able to explain what it was, then you don't need to do it. It's not, there's no point. It loses it. And then you're just kind of like, chasing this weird ego dream you need to go in um following exploring something that you don't actually know and the and and that's when you get to ideas that are beyond your regular your regular thoughts and your regular regular cognition that's 
that workflow is, is much more of what I'm interested in and what makes me um, feel fulfilled and, and excited than, than not. So basically I've been writing this, the, instead of doing the cartoon version, I've been writing it in um, poetic form, in short sentences, as I do, and then I'm just trying to get the right perspective on it, writing about this, less about the story, because the story became uninteresting, it was just like a logic puzzle and more about my perspective of what I was trying to say and how the story didn't serve that, etc. So I kind of wrote maybe one every day. Uh, and then they all were trash. I was waking up a lot in the middle of the night. I woke up at like two in the morning and wrote one. One night I woke up at four in the morning and kind of, you know, it was like this weird sleepless week, continuing to try to kind of write this thing from scratch every time. And then I'd given up again, yes, on Friday, not yesterday. But then at the end of the day, I kind of I finished uh, what I was editing on the video I was editing. And then I just kind of sat down and without even really putting much thought into it, just kind of returned to the, to it and wrote out a version of it that I was like, oh, maybe this works. So I'll revisit it again tomorrow. And uh, maybe I'll use that as the finished kind of iteration of this particular project that I've been trying to figure out for a while. Um, the other, oh, and I also recorded myself talking about it each night in kind of a form like this one. So it's almost like what this has turned into is like, like if each one, if you think of each post here on the, that I do on the podcast as like a, um, like a short or like a regular one, what I've discovered and what I've been working on is like a kind of like a feature ver feature film version of one of these short films, if that makes sense. It's like a special presentation. Okay. So that's, that's where I ended up. That's kind of where my head's at, but it was uh, as much of a productive week as it felt very unproductive and I was very unsatisfied and frustrated the entire time. And it ended off getting sick and spending the entire day yesterday in bed. And here we are. Let's see how I got there in post form. Um, starting with one called Simple Megaphone. I hope to make things simple, but that is difficult. Let me, okay, before I started reading, I just wanted to talk about one more thing. <laughs> um, something else I was doing this week that was very fun. So I was recording these monologues at the end of the night, just to kind of get better at being on camera. I was like, it's great doing this once a week, but how do I continue this, whatever this is? Um, I want to keep building that skill. So I was like, okay, every day, just like record a small one based on the journaling that I do anyway. And I just kind of use that as like a prompt and I can't even read my own handwriting half the time anyway. But, you know, it's building into its own thing. And additionally, I wasn't happy with my morning routine because I was kind of, I would sit 
and I'd play with my cat and drink coffee. And then I would watch YouTube or something. I'd be on my phone too much. And I could tell, I was like, this isn't the best way to go. So I started taking, um, doing a morning walk. It was great. Nothing unordinary. But on the morning walk, I took my little camera, which I usually have on me anyway, but, um, and, and I decided not to film myself and don't put the pressure on myself to talk just, and instead of listening to stuff on my phone, another, you know, podcast, whatever, just had to film trees, grass, whatever on my walk. And that was really, and not even to plan to do anything with it, just to like, you know, play that game essentially. And that was, that's been so much fun. So not only like the, the mild exercise in the morning, you can feel is so much healthier, the kind of endorphins you get and such, um, and the clarity of mind, um, when you're moving at that time is, is really great, especially um, when you're around when the sun's starting to peak as well. And instead of it's, it's a, it's not torturous, but it's like to walk with my thoughts only and not, I get really pent up when I don't, if I don't feel productive enough. Um, so, so just filming with the camera for no reason that was, that's been really stimulating and very fun. And it kind of brings like, a certain joy, you know, not to sound like a total bag of fruit, but like, it's really fun to um, mess around with the camera and just notice things or whatever for no reason. And then by the time I get home, it's like, hey, I've gotten a bit of uh, physical energy and I've got out a bit of creative energy too from playing with the camera because usually, you know, by the time I'm up for just a couple of minutes, I start getting really pent up and needing to like do something that way. So great new system, um, that, uh, that I, um, I really enjoyed this week and we'll continue, um, for now. I made a video with some of that footage on, I don't know, last week and posted it. Uh, it's called Total Meltdown. And it was interesting because it was basically like writing a post like these ones, but um, just in subtitles over like these, you know, random on this, the whatever I decided to film on my walk. So it's good to find ways to notice how like the constant writing of these posts um every day that voice is finding a new um home additionally on in video form so really enjoyed that but it's like a three minute video and there's the side of me that's like It's the side of my ego that is like, I want to make a, like a masterpiece cartoon, right? And uh, you start getting really these big, big ideas and all your ambition and just like, oh, it's going to be great. And blah, 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 blah. just like all that excitement um, of, of thinking how great it will be. And that's like a drug in itself, right? But that's really, it's not good. What's better is to just make something small naturally, release it, and then do that again, like that walking video I did. So, so I didn't plan it, just kind of happened as it happened, and, and that's got to be, that's the discipline. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to get that out, talk about that, the, the, 
shooting I've been doing each morning and, and how great that's been and how simple and how it costs no money. So much when you're talking about making movies in any capacity, it's like, great, but I need $20,000 to do it. And it's so fucked and it's so wrong. You gotta, you gotta do this. You gotta be able to, to do what you do with the resources you have, period. Or else, fuck it all. I just don't, I don't seem to have the tolerance for that way of working. Um... Okay, let me try reading the post again. Oh my god. Oh, it's uh, sorry. I thought I looked at the clock and I thought I saw the second hand and it said 40. It was at like the 42 seconds. I was like, I did a 40 minute intro, but no, it's 20 minutes. Even that's a little long. I know. Okay, let's read this post. Simple megaphone. I hope to make things simple, but that is difficult. It is very complicated to make things simple. People say they want to keep things simple, but I don't think they realize how it works. The complications must be worked out in order for things to be simple. Perhaps there is something more interesting that I'm not telling you at the moment. Yesterday, when I was walking down the street, I imagined the prime minister farting into a pylon and thinking it was a megaphone. I think people would like him more if he did that. Truthfully, the world would love him for that. Surely you see what I mean about working through the complications. If only he could focus enough to do what I described, things would become simple. Um, that's great. I'm glad to have written that poem in my life. <laughs> Um, I think that it very much pertains to what I was talking about. Um, and I think what I'm, what I was really talking about is the whole process of, um, what, what, it, when you're writing a story, when you're writing a fictional story, it's so hard. And uh, it's really, you have to write so much in order to pare it down and get it into a simple form. It's harder to make things simple. And uh, and that's what it is. There's nothing really more to say about that. I don't think. But it's good. It's a good post. Now that was last Sunday. Okay. The next one is called 1099 two item combo with rice or noodles and choice of soup. We were at the grocery store today buying stuff. There was a hot bar there where they had all this Chinese food. We got the two item combo with rice and a soup for $10.99 to share. The woman ahead of us said, it's a typo, I wrote said twice. The woman, the woman ahead of us said, give me the biggest container of wonton soup that you have. After we ordered, Miriam asked me if I was going to write about it later. I said no. And at the time, I meant it. But here I am, writing about it. We sat and enjoyed the food. A homeless person sat beside us eating soup or something. A guy walked by with his dog, and some other woman was filming another woman who was sitting on the ground for some reason. There isn't much else to say about it, but I was very happy to eat lunch together, to have some time to sit and enjoy a Chinese food combo with your wife, 
surrounded by groceries. I don't know how to explain it without sounding hyperbolic, but that's the maximum. I will look forward to having the chance to go back there one day. Maybe when our daughter is born, we can take her there. Um, yeah, we were getting this Chinese food at the grocery store. And I just thought it was like a normal time. And it was, of course. Um, but after we ordered, Miriam said, oh, are you going to write your post about this? <laughs> and I, I was like, no, why, why would I? And then I, as soon as I sat down, it's like, it wasn't even because she said that. It was just like, immediately I thought of it. So she knew. She's, she's read, you know, 800 plus of these. She knows what is going to happen. So I thought that was really funny. And, um, and you, I think you really just, you really think about what's going on and the ability to, um, buy groceries and, and come home with like you know, a few bags full of food to eat. You're so lucky for that. Regardless of the groceries, of what of what they are. Maybe they maybe they're you you know, like we buy everything on sale even when we don't have to. That's just the game we play. Um if you've went to Whole Foods and got all the expensive shit or if you went to the most discounted grocery store ever and got all the sales coming home with four bags of groceries is really there isn't much more to life than that when you really sit and think about it. It's easy to lose sight of it, but really, I assure you, that's all there is. It's very different for me took a lot of work to appreciate that when I was living alone and single. It takes a lot more. It's a different, it's just a different effort. But when uh, I get to do that with my wife, who's pregnant and we're having a kid soon, it's like, can't lose sight of like that that world, this world of things in that simple form and just managing that, <laughs> getting groceries every week and spending time together, re regardless of everything else, that's, that's at the core of this thing, I think. I think I've spent a lot of time this week my anxieties are starting to raise with the thought of our daughter being born. It's starting to become a little more real. Um, and so I think as I was trying to process that information through the story I was writing, it was being conflated with the story I was the some older ideas and I mean fuck as soon as I say that I'm like it is all I think what I just how I just explained things is really a big part of the story I've been trying to write <sighs> fucking a um, timestamp 
30 minutes. I'm going to write that down and I'll maybe return to it and examine um, when I write the next draft or edit the last one. I'm going to come back to the 30 minute mark approximately 30 min mark and see if that was helpful okay next let me make sure i'm drinking my water okay good a little coffee Okay, this is the next post. Dear Internet Poem. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Motherfucker. Writing is a bitch. The last two days have been fucked. <laughs> I haven't got jack shit done. Sometimes, every time you try to write, you just fuck up your shit badly. Because you have no idea what the fuck you're doing. You have to be willing and able to write complete shit to move forward. It's so fucked dealing with shit. <laughs> Tomorrow in the morning, I will look at what I did today and I will try to get it right. But for now, it's so fucked. It's so fucking fucked. Thank you for listening, dear internet poem. Truly, I am grateful that you are here for me every day. No matter what happens with the other shit, you, to your internet poem, never fail me. You are my best friend, Emma Cat. Thank you for everything, dear internet poem. Yours truly, J.H.B. That's great. Um, you know, I used to write like that a lot when I was like 20. I used to write, I think I wrote a lot in all caps on like a, um, this electric typewriter that, um, that was my grandfather's and I would just like, um, and I would just go at it. And this reminds me of those times. Um, <laughs> yeah. And if I was to talk to that young person again, because I, I was like, I really was having a lot of fun and really enjoyed writing those kind of po poems. Um, but I knew that from the outside, like I was like, I had dropped out of English lit I was like writing those poems and I felt like such a, um, it's so, so low brow, but also, you know, there's so much like freedom and creativity in it. It was, it was, uh, it was a special time. And things just got worse and worse until they got better. Things got worse for like 10 years <laughs> in a way. Um, in a way, in a way. Until I feel like I, things started to level off and you know, only the last little bit really. But it was a great poem. And I think properly expresses um, a lot of how I felt. So this is when, like, you can kind of see the first two d days of the week. I was like, all right, cool. Like, give this the shot. And then something happened here on Tuesday. And it's just like, fuck this shit. What the fuck? <laughs> and what I'm curious about, I don't think there's really a way to, to ever know. But, like, is it? did I catch... Did I get sick? Is this the beginning of the whatever sickness I have 
um, now. This little spring cold I have. Is it ridiculous to think that these things are connected? Let's see what happened the next day. Um, in hand. I have been living strangely the past few days. I am in the rabbit hole of trying to figure out this project. Throwing matches on piles of gasoline. There are big flames, but they burn out quickly. But there... Oh, but there is... But there is always a little Hanukkah flame somewhere you can't see. And the elements are there. Wind, rain, and all that shit. And you need to handle it or else it will slowly burn you alive. You will feel smoke in your lungs and your stomach will be on fire. You have silent shocking farts. And I, I am trying to, I'm trying to tell the story of the idiot tree. I don't know what that means. I'm just following it. Des despite how frustrated and irritated I've felt, I think I'm beginning to understand it. The vision of it seems to be here. You might be wondering what you were supposed to do when you eventually find this proverbial candle, and I will tell you. You have to stick the flame up your pee hole. There's no way around it. It's the only way to smother the fire. If you do not do it, it will destroy everything. Your mind, your house, and everything you love. So here I am, dick in hand, staring at the flame, trying to build up the courage to do the thing. It's not the most coherent post, but I think that it, uh, I'm, I'm glad I went there. Sometimes there's certain like metaphors you kind of like hit that are, that feels so cliche and, and, uh, but they just kind of work. And I guess imagining like a little flame in the distance feels like a little kind of cliche to me, but whatever, get over yourself. It's just fucking, it's a fire. And so I think like what I'm trying to track is like if you, the day before I was really angry and I felt like really fiery. And then now the next day I'm still like talking about that. So I can't tell if it's like, you know, trying to deal with this project that's like literally making me sick um, from from the stress and the lack of sleep. Or did I already get sick and now the symptoms are starting to kind of come out? Um, but I think really it's like if you want to write a story... You want to actually write a story not just like a one day post not just like a little one-off thing then it's um you really have to kind of break yourself down it seems really kind of go into some it's like every time you know we go for hikes on the weekend um, and it seems like every time we go, we get out of the car and I like drop a pin on the, on my cell phone of like the coordinates or whatever. And it's like, la la la. Oh, it's so nice to walk and see the trees. Blah, blah, blah. And then something happens where it's like, oh shit, we're lost. We're not like lost, like crazy lost. Like we don't know where we are anymore. And we, and then it takes like a, you got to figure out how to get back or how to realize you're lost, walk a little bit farther and then be like, have that, oh shit moment. And then you start maybe figuring out how to turn back or whatever. It's kind of a net, very natural. I think when you look at story structure from like any real perspective, excuse me, that kind of shape of it. It's um, it's always what we're kind of emulating. So there's something very natural about that. And so you need to get to that point of like, 
feeling fucked and really breaking down in some way in order to tread that new territory to make this kind of project worth the while. What is that? I don't know if you can hear the mic. The, the background noise. But I don't care. Um, the... And, and you kind of, I was talking to one of my students and, and she was saying, she was trying to write this thing, the story about her childhood, but it was like too difficult. And she was asking me if it was like good f- to face the diff- that difficult thing or Maybe she should write something else. And I was like, damn, how do I answer this question in a way that uh, if my honest answer obviously is like write the difficult thing and you have to uh, or else what's the, what's the whole fucking point? And then now you've you've grown. But in the academic setting and like, you know, it's like, how do you, it's like, I told her you ha- you should do it, of course. But I had, there's a moment where I was like, am I saying, is this, you know, people are very, sometimes people are very sensitive <laughs> in the academic world. Um, you know, I don't need to get into that, but, um, but I saw it in her and then she did, she wrote the thing and then, and she shared it with, with the class when we were workshopping and, and it was great. And I think like you could see the, how nervous she was the first time we workshopped it. she got notes from people. And then the next time she workshopped the story was like, she was more confident. And I feel like by the last time it wasn't like this fucking such a scary, insane thing anymore. And now she could move forward. So it's, uh, so that was really good. And that's what I'm trying to say about this whole, uh, you know, you'd spend a lot of time procrastinating and being unable to face the thing. Not just if it's like trauma, but even if it's like whatever you're trying to get at is, whatever you're unable to say at the moment, not because it's an maybe because you're confused as to what it is or it's a negative thing or you've never, or it's new, all, whatever those things are, whatever kind of bucket you're, you're kind of aiming towards with, with the project. There's gotta be that moment where like you're, um, you're confused and and fucked up about it, but then you just rip off the bandaid and do it and say it in the, in the way. And then, and then it worked. Anyway, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad I wrote that, but, um, okay. Spring fever. Here we go. Lately, I have felt on fire in my stomach and my thoughts are grinding. When the snow melts after the winter, a lot of, a, a lot of things are all rusted. I feel like a rusted bike gear or something. I'm happy that the air is warming with the spring, but the spring has a strange evil to it. What I want right now, I suppose, I would like to go sit in the woods. I would like to be near a pine tree or some kind of river. I would like to sit quietly with my cat. It is true that I find people exhausting and it is good to be alone when it is time to be alone. Um, so again, I'm like, this is like, again, for the third day in a row, I'm like, I feel like I'm on fire and I didn't feel sick. I just felt really stressed out. Um, you know, um, Miriam did the sweetest thing and, and, um, she read this and found like a cabin, um, that we could go to in a few weeks. Um, 
which was so kind of her. And uh, and we might do it. We might do it. Um, I'm just uh, I got we never talked about it, clicking it, but it'd be a pretty simple little trip. Um, we could take our cat and etc. But uh, you know, it was really nice of her to try to arrange that because really it would be really nice to just go sit in the woods but when you can't sometimes you just get a little spring cold and spend you know an entire day watching tv in bed and uh, that's the next best thing Right, let's read the last poem of the week. Mix pack. The mix pack of pudding cups. <laughs> Chocolate, vanilla, and caramel. They are there. They represent all that there is. And all that there was. And all that there ever will be. Whatever you do, do not look at the expiry date. That is all I can say for now. It is not a matter of anything. It's just what it is. It's the truth of the matter. You do not have to pay for them. And they are there. Nice to... I think I almost went the whole week without writing one of these style. Um, but, uh, but there it was. I don't the part I don't understand. Look at the expiry. That's all I can say for now. It's not a matter of anything. It's just it's just what it is. It's the truth of the matter. You do not have to pay for them. I don't know what that means. Actually, you don't have to pay for them. It's the truth of the matter. And like I want to delete that line. Should I do it? Is the truth of the matter, and they are, they're there. Okay, why not? So what? I changed the line, because I didn't like it. I never do that. There we go. The week's posts. Um, sign up for the newsletter. It's on my website, www.joshuallbarsky.com, J-O-S-H-U-A-H-I-L-L-E-L-B-A-R-S-K-Y.com, because each month on the newsletter, I send out a PDF of all the poems from the month in a book with a little cover page. And, um, and then you'll have that in your inbox. And then I'll also send you a roundup of all the videos that I made in the month too. So you can see them all and, uh, and make sure you check them all out. Um, since it's April 2nd, that means that I'm, I have another one that's coming out maybe today, maybe tomorrow. Uh, I already made the cover. Now I just got to make sure I fix those edits. There's two edits I made on the show today that I got to make sure to get into this thing. Um, okay, let's do that last line. I'm going to do it right now because I still have 10 minutes on the clock before I'm really going into overtime is the truth of the matter and they are okay that edit's done and then what was it remember I changed another thing uh, I think I'd said said twice said it was the the woman in the um the, the getting the wonton soup wonton wonton soup what the 
it was the poem when we were there it is there it is okay the woman ahead of us said give me the great okay those edits are done thank you thank you for sticking around for that and um otherwise make sure you read a book that you like just a few pages every uh every couple days if you can no no don't even say if you can just do it read a couple pages of a book you like as often as as um as you can you'll be better off and uh and i hope everything's going well on your end um and i hope you're getting to make uh, the things you want to make um, without any outside bullshit. And that the only thing that you're um, dealing with, the only bullshit you're dealing with is your own. And I hope that you're able to get over your own bullshit and, and make something that... Um, that you were happy with. Um, And we'll see you again next week.